I was really bad with money at the time. And so I'm like, I, I should probably give myself a bigger safety net than, than like living on the edge of, you know, just making enough to pay my bills. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And then literally for that year that I, I only had a year of unemployment and I really only gave myself a year. I didn't want to take too much. I just published content. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 834, and today I am excited to share with you our next guest interview. And I want to give you a little bit of a backstory here before you listen in on this conversation. Now, when I first discovered this guest, and I'll give you his name. His name is Matt Giovansky. And he started a website over 15 years ago. And that website I found because I was looking for a niche example that I wanted to share with you. And I wanted to share with my Brand Creators Academy members because I'm always looking at either niche sites or brands that have been built that have done a pretty good job or where they can improve it. And in this case, I found a website called swimuniversity.com. And I found that site and I was going through it. And I'm like, this is done really well and it's getting a ton of traffic. And the numbers that I seen in Uber suggest were around 400 to 500,000. And that was uh, typically monthly is what we were looking at. But come to find out after I talked to Matt and I'll tell you how I ran into Matt is uh, I found out that those numbers were not accurate either. And you guys have probably heard me say that Uber suggests is great. It's a free tool, but the numbers are generally off. And I'm not, I'm not sure if it's just the way that they're measuring the numbers or tracking the numbers. And maybe it's just a hundred percent search and just for the certain like exact keywords. Like I'm not sure, but it's never, it's never right. It's always on the low side. And once again, it was proven to me because well, Matt shared his numbers with me and, uh, it's getting over, I believe it was like seven million a year. So that's a little more than 450,000 uh, uh, every single uh, month. And actually had some months on Uber suggest that it showed it was lower than that because obviously it's seasonal, right? It's a pool business or pool, like uh, how to have a better pool or how to, a lot of how to stuff, right? How to take care of your pool, your hot tub and all that stuff. But let me just share the backstory real quick. And then I'm going to let you listen in on this conversation that I had with Matt, which was Awesome. So you're going to want to stick around. Now, I ran into him because I published a podcast episode that was talking about his website and talking about his numbers. And I knew that he was public about it. So I wasn't like sharing his numbers. And then uh, not that he would have really cared anyway, because it wasn't like money numbers, but I knew he was making some money. But he shares with us in this interview the exact numbers that he's making. He's also going to share the money that he's going to be potentially losing because of this Amazon little slap with the Amazon Associates program. So he's going to share all that with us as well. But I was uh, emailed by him because he was, uh, he was uh, notified by one of his friends that he was on the podcast or he was mentioned, his website. So he reached out to me and said, hey, I just want to let you know I'm an open book. If you want to go over it, I'd be more than happy to come on as a guest. And I said, sure, let's do it. And then I also had uh, Spencer Hawes from Niche Pursuits reach out to me and go, oh, I heard that interview. It was great. I actually had him on my podcast. You should really have him on. So it was definitely meant to be. And now I'm able to share with you all of the ins and outs of his business and also the other projects that he's worked on. He's also going to share with us his take action moment. He's also going to share with us some things that, well, didn't work all that well because that's part of the journey. But he's really going to dig into this process of building this business and how he even got started, which I actually kind of surmised the way that he got into it, but he confirmed that during this interview. 
So I'm going to leave it at that. You're definitely going to want to listen because if you are thinking to yourself, I want to go out there and build a brand, I want to figure out, is this thing even for me and is it worth it? Well, you're going to hear all the ins and outs and that will help you determine and also to let you know that just because you might think something as far as, well, that market's too big or, oh, that's you know too many people in it or, oh, there's too much competition. I think after you listen to this, you're going to see that in the pool market, like really? Well, you're going to hear Matt talk all about it and he will confirm that, uh, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there. All right, so sit back, relax. And enjoy this interview. Well, hey, Matt, welcome to the podcast, man. This is crazy that I'm actually talking to you and how I found you. But how are you doing, man? How's everything I, going? I'm doing okay, I guess, you know? <laughs> You've had a little bit of a slap here uh, recently, I heard something yeah. from Amazon. Was that a little bit of a slap? That was a lot of bit of a slap. That was a, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a kick in the nuts for sure. Yes. Um, but, yes. And, you know, I, I, I think, I hope. That is a turning point for, mm -hmm. for me and my business and probably something I should have been doing more aggressively in the mm -hmm. last uh, three years. Because in 2017, we kind of got that like a little kick in yeah. the nuts uh, yep. and it wasn't a full one, you know, mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, a graze, mm -hmm. you know, still hurts, <laughs> a little, <laughs> still hurts a little still bit, hurts. but uh, <laughs> it wasn't as bad. And then like, I was like, ever since then, I was like, I got to. I got to shift away, not shift mm -hmm. away from affiliate marketing, but sort of like not make it my primary source mm -hmm. of income. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's for the last three years, it's been building products, starting new brands and kind mm -hmm. of like diversifying as much as I can. And it's really just all been all been about like diversification for me. Yeah, 100 so, percent. And I do want to talk about that. And yeah. I kind of want to give people like we're talking like big numbers for you. We're not talking about mm. someone that's, you know, making a few hundred bucks a month and like, oh, I got a hit from Amazon. They're going to take, you know, they're going to cut me 3%. Okay, that sucks. But it's like we're talking yeah. like six figure probably hit to your business maybe. Yeah, we're uh, probably close to like a 40% hit to my total business Jeez. revenue. So, Jeez. yeah. Yeah. So we're, I mean, I think the numbers that I published on Money Lab were like a $176,000 mm -hmm. hit. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, like, I knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. If you didn't know it was coming, then it's like you don't, you didn't read Amazon, the everything store. Like, you know, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't give a shit, to be honest yeah. with you. So, yeah. like, I mean, it's yeah. all business. It's all business. And if, it, if it's not working for him, then you're done. Mm -hmm. So, didn't want to rely on that, but I did. And here we are. So I, I think, um, I do have a lot of plans to change. I wrote a whole article about it. Um, mm. and, uh, I have a, a, a upcoming experiment on how to switch things over. I have, uh, other businesses that kind of like support, you know, and, and have made up for it since. So mm. yeah, we could, we can kind of get into all that. Yeah. Look, we're, we'll definitely get into that. So, okay. So what we're talking about, why don't, why don't we get people caught up okay. and just let people know the site that we're talking about is swim university. Yeah. And that's the one that I found you from. I basically was doing a little bit of just, you know, kind of some niche research. And I'm like, let me give an example to my listeners or, you know, to my people in my academy. And I'm showing, you know, like what a site looks like that's built it all on content. Yeah. And then from there, how they're monetizing on the back end. It just happens that you're, you were monetizing primarily through Amazon affiliate stuff. Mm -hmm. And you had a couple of products yourself, digital mm -hmm. products. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the main one we're talking about right now. So I do have some questions once we get rolling here as far as even monetization and, and why maybe you were just using it. Maybe it was easy at the time, like whatever. And like yeah. we can kind of dig into that. But let's let people know, first off, the kind of numbers, not even money numbers right now, the kind of traffic numbers that you were talking about from that one, that Sorry. one site that you've built content over the past 15 years. Yep. What kind of traffic are we talking about here, Matt? It's about 5 million visitors a year. So it breaks mm -hmm. down and it's a seasonal business. So it breaks yep. down to be about 400 to 500,000 visitors a month. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously in January when it's the winter time, we get more like 250, but in mm -hmm. June we get like a million five. So right. it, it okay. kind of, it's, it's very split. So like right now, as we're talking this, we're in May, like mm. prime pool season, like May, June, mm -hmm. July, even a little bit of April, a little bit of August, but like those mm -hmm. three months that, that like that quarter, if you will, is like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, 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 the yeah, you're, you're jamming right there. Yeah. So, okay. So you, I, I want to talk about first off, I'm going to go back. Okay. Let's go back in time. Let's go in the mm -hmm. time capsule okay. and let's talk about 
Because when I seen what you were doing, I'm like, this is brilliant. He, this guy probably worked for a pool company or he owned his own. He learned about pool company, had a whole bunch of questions that people are asking about pools all the time. And he's like, you know, I think I'm just going to start giving answers away to these commonly asked questions on a blog and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Give me, is that kind of what happened? I'm just kinda. guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a lot, it's a lot more years, right? It's it, I started when I was 13. Okay. So I had a job at a local pool store, stocking okay. shelves, testing water, basically being a 13 year old kid, you have an adult come into the store and they're asking a kid how to fix their pool, their, right. their, their $40,000 investment, right. uh, which is like, it gives you a lot of power. So I did yeah. that for many years, became like a, uh, a manager of the store before I graduated high school, um, okay. where I was like wow. running the store by myself, that sort of thing. And then I left that company because I was like, well, this is a small mom and pop store, you know, single mm -hmm. owner, single store. Sure. And I went to another store that was multi, it was like, uh, they had a corporate office. They had like four, or no, they had three stores at the time. Oh, wow. And I went into there at a, as a 17 year old. Uh, and I was the youngest person to be hired at the company with prior experience. Wow. Well, like the youngest person at the company. And then also like who the hell has prior experience at 17? <laughs> it's right. in a very specific industry. So I quickly became uh, important there and, mm. uh, was working at the, one of the three stores and ended up getting to assistant manager position, got poached by another company to be full-time manager wow. at a small mom and pop store and doing the, the buying and running the service department and stuff. And then got, and then I got poached back to the other company was working there, uh, learned at, so during this time, I think it was like, I want to say I was 20 maybe. Okay. I, was in a band and we needed a website and this is before social media. So this okay. is like, uh, I don't know which year, I guess 1999 or something like that. And okay. we needed a website. We couldn't afford anybody. So I decided to just learn on my own. I went on, I bought books like H books on HTML, CSS. I, you know, and I worked at a pool store in the Northeast. So in the winter time, we didn't have a lot of customers. I would mm -hmm. go on the computer and like open up notepad and kind of just start coding and seeing what would, what would happen. Mm -hmm. And I ended up learning enough to where we started, I, I built a website for my band. And then I was looking at that on my computer at work and my bot, we weren't allowed to be on the computer on the internet at work. Mm -hmm. um, right. We weren't allowed to be on MySpace, you know, <laughs> right. so my boss and my boss would check it. He would check to see if you were on the web and he, and I, he saw me on yeah. a website and he was yeah. like, He's like, is this you? And I was like, yeah. Like, kind of like thinking I'm getting in trouble. And I kind of was getting in trouble. Yeah. He goes, and he asked me, he's like, did you design this? And I was like, yeah. He was like, okay. And he walked away. And I was like, okay. And then the next day, he asked me to design the website for the company. Oh, wow. And so I started doing that. And then I was like, well, I'm good at website design. So I left to pursue a career in website design and another major like uh, web design firm. Mm. and like had to wear a suit and had to travel an hour for work and oh, wow. worst job ever. Six months I did that and my boss called me back to his corporate office and hired me, so poached me back for a third time and, and hired me to be the marketing director for the, for the corporate office. So I was running three, the marketing for three stores. Wow. We opened a fourth store together um, and was doing like TV ads, print ads, mostly print, uh, yellow pages, uh, radio wow. ads, the website. Yeah. Every, everything. I was kind of in, in, in charge of all of it, running sales, wow. stuff like that. Wow. And so that is a, a little bit before that was around the time when obviously I was learning a lot about the internet and a lot about website design and website building. I knew about affiliate marketing. I knew about AdSense at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I can build, like I've been, I've been teaching pool care for since I was 13 years old to all these adults and I had my own style. Like it was a, it was a very, I, I, you know, I was a good educator, I've been told. So I was like, all right, let me start writing articles and building this website that I had this idea for. And I started it. I bought the domain in 2004, uh, lost it because I didn't build the site, had to rebuy it back for 100 bucks okay. instead of 10 bucks because uh, somebody <laughs> else had scooped it. And I then finally built the site in 2006. And okay. It was like eight, 
all HTML.html pages. I, I wasn't on WordPress at the time and started just writing articles. And yeah, and it was called Swim University. The logo was exactly the same. I've had the logo ever since. I never changed it. still like it, which is weird for me. And yeah. then it was like a slow, okay, we're going to move over into, I actually designed my own CMS before uh-huh. I even moved to WordPress. And then I finally moved to WordPress. And, you know, we were... It was just me. I was writing the articles. Terrible writer. Didn't go to college. Didn't, I failed every English class. So my writing was terrible, but it was still putting content on the internet. I started getting into videos. And, when I, and I was always into video, but never for the site. So I used to do it for the band and you know, sure. it was just like a side, like a, f- a hobby thing. Yeah. And once I did that, it was like, okay, I think this, I can, I mean, I knew that was always going to be my business. I knew Swim University from day one. I'm like, this is going to be a thing for me. I know it's a thing but it was a side hustle for seven years. Mm. And it wasn't until I had, you know, so I had gotten fired for having that site. I, at this, I'm at this company, I'm the marketing director, and uh, I had to make a decision because even though my site was global, like my site was, uh, you know, for everybody in the United States, but I worked at a pool company that serviced a very small area. And so we, we sold, you know, pool opening service and closing mm-hmm. service and stuff. And I'm teaching people how to do that online. It, so I kind of knew it was a conflict of interest, even though I keep telling myself, like, it really wasn't. You know, I was kind of on an, a different level. And I wasn't u- using my time at work to work on it. I wasn't looking. You know, I just I kept them very separate because I have, I'm conscious and I'm morally obligated to do so. And so I ended up... Uh, there was one day, so I decided when I started Swim University that I would go as an author, Matthew Stevens, instead of my real name, which is okay. incredibly Italian and, and, yeah. and not, not, you know, my middle name, Stevens. So I'm like, I'm going to go as Matthew Stevens until I got a call from Martha Stewart's radio show on Sirius. And, I w- and they were like, do you want to come on and be our like correspondent for pool care? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I absolutely want to do that. And at that moment, I made a decision, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be my, I want my name to be out there. Mm. I'm the one who did this. And so I changed the name of the website. I changed my name on the website. All of a sudden, I became Googleable. And uh, yeah, my boss caught me. So, (laughs) and he fired me. Uh, He said he was, yeah, he said he was, uh, he wasn't mad at me. He was just disappointed. And I was like, are you serious? He's literally said that to me. But so, so I, I guess... I don't know. I guess he looks at like you're kind of doing something on the side, but mm-hmm. I don't, because it was local business, he wasn't going for like global business, no, right? No. Like, so no. yes, I could see, I could see it if you were trying to target your local area and to kind of steal business away or help yeah. people. Like if anything, he could have probably said something to you said, Hey, how about you do this? You create some useful videos for us and we give them to our customers to help them uh-huh. to help us to help them, you know? But yeah, well, that was the, that was the thing we, him and I were working on an e-commerce store okay. and my thought was I'm eventually going to tell him about this so that we can start using the traffic from my site sure. to this e-commerce site. Cause I was going to be a, like, have some sort of partnership in it. I, at least yeah. I, I was under the impression at the time. And so I was shocked that he didn't offer to like buy me out or do something mm-hmm. with it because I thought this is an opportunity, not uh, but he, I think he just took it as, and I understand, I think mm-hmm. he took it as, you know, I was kind of like his guy you know, at the yeah. store. And because I was the more technical, like creative mm-hmm. person and he, and he was like that too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I just, I think I, I don't know. I think I, it, it felt like I, I turned on him, but I, mm. I wasn't, that ne- I never, that never what I was trying to do, you mm. know? And so, I mean. it's tough, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, long, that's but tough. Here's, but here's the, I mean, the, the big reason though is he didn't fire me because of it. He fired me when he found out after I had asked him for a raise because I had gotten an offer at another company. Uh, so I'd gotten this offer. I came to him and I said, I don't want to leave, but I got, a, I got a better offer literally five minutes down the road at a totally different industry, not a pool company. Oh, wow. I was like, can, I, can, you, can, I, can you hook me up with a raise? I'll stay here, you know, whatever. And because like things were moving for me. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he started researching me. And then like two days later, he was like, You're, yeah, go, goodbye, later. And I was like, well, you're firing me, but I have a job. So, yeah. all right. So I ended up going working for this other company, more money down the street, um, more flexibility. And 
still working on my website. He knew about my website. You know, I was working on his website. It was great. And there was a, it was, I was there for a couple of years and then the company I think wasn't doing really well, or maybe there was some, I don't know what, I don't, don't want to speculate, but then I ended up uh, getting unemployed and I knew it was coming for a couple months. Like I had a feeling that like mm-hmm. my job was on the line, but not because of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I was like, I, I, I think I'm going to take advantage of this. If this, if mm-hmm. this happens, I'm going to use this to make some university, my full-time job. Mm-hmm. And that is literally what I did. I, at that was, time though, Matt, like yeah. what was Swim University doing financially? Like $20,000 a year. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe 10000 okay. And was, what, what, what was that done at the time? Was that AdSense at the time or was it affiliate products or? It was affiliates. It wasn't Amazon. It was, I was, uh, so I had a relationship with a company called Pool Supply World and okay. they were on a service called Google DoubleClick which oh, is okay. still a thing, but not yep. what it is anymore. Uh-huh. Um, and then they moved to Linkshare, which is now... I remember that, yeah. Yep, um, yep. which is now Rack and Tune or whatever the hell they yep. say that name. Yep. Yep. Um, so moved over with them. I was getting 5% commissions. And okay. then, so I was making money from that. And I was making money from ads. I was selling ads directly. I wasn't doing AdSense anymore at the time. Okay. Um, because it was... I just hated it. It wasn't like the right ads. I wanted pool ads. I wanted like, right. you know, right. So I was going out and selling those myself, oh, wow. which is a, which was really hard to do because the, I mean, tell me if you've ever seen an ad anywhere for a robotic pool cleaner, they right. don't market to you as a pool mm. owner. They market to pool stores. And then we mm. buy in, we buy pallets instead of just one cleaner. Right. And right. cause it's like, how do you target people who are, who own pools? It's impossible. You can't even right. do it on Facebook. So right. yeah. So that's what, there was a really hard sell to be like, Hey, I'm a direct to consumer person. Do you want to advertise your one Aquabot cleaner to this one, you know, mm. person maybe. And it's mm-hmm. like, well then they ha- that, how do they even buy it? You mm-hmm. know, they have to go to a right. store and it's, it was, so it was a tough sell, but I did make money from it. And then I was doing ad, um, yeah, uh, affiliates with this one company. And yeah, I was doing about, I wouldn't say 20,000, but when I, okay. when I was laid off, when, when you were laid like off and that's when, Okay, a year. And now, year. so what kind of traffic was coming in at that time? That's a good question. I don't know. And I don't think okay. I have data that goes that far back anymore. Okay. Uh, but, but it wasn't what, what, what it's doing now. No. And I, right. and I would right. say maybe, uh, maybe 25000 a month, maybe. Okay. I okay. don't know. Okay. It's hard to say because it's okay. so much higher now. But I, yeah. So, so, yeah, that was... I had to go from like <laughs> laid off making 20 grand or it, no, it was probably something like 10 grand. Cause I knew it wasn't that much. And okay. I was like, I need to get this to at least 40 grand. I need to get it to like, you know? And so what I did was when I let, when I got laid off, I collected unemployment. I had been working since I was 13. So I got like a pretty decent unemployment salary, mm-hmm. but I was living in my own condo that I had bought. I was driving a BMW. I was balling out cause I had a job oh, while everyone was wow. in college Right. And so I was like, well, even though I was technically making the same every month between still making money with some university, I was doing website design on the side to make up for a little bit of money. I was getting unemployment. Don't tell the IRS. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, well, uh, I can continue to live here. I'll be fine. But I didn't. I decided to rent my condo out, sell my BMW, move in with my younger brother and cut my expenses from like $4,000 a month to $1,000 a month. Mm. just because I didn't want to be the guy who was uh, freeloading off the government and, 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 mm. and living the lavish lifestyle that I had. Mm-hmm. So huh. I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, that. And plus I was really bad with money at the time. And so I'm like, I, I should probably give myself a bigger safety net than, than like living on the edge of, you know, just making enough to pay my bills. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And then literally for that year, that I only had a year of unemployment and I really only gave myself a year. I didn't want to take too much. I just published content. I published mm-hmm. content. I improved the website. I was doing videos on YouTube. I was doing um, the rap songs. I was doing oh, wow. graphic design. I was doing uh, info, everything. Every day yeah. I was swim university. It's about all I do all day. And then, you know, you start to get burned out from that. You start to switch to other things. And, you know, I started creating 
uh, other little sites and I created a, a social network for dogs because I was really into PHP development at the time. And oh, wow. So I was trying to do all these different things. And, and Swim University was just a constant. And, it, and, it, mm-hmm. and uh, eventually, so yeah, eventually it got to 40,000, which was decent. And yep. I was able to live off that. I was still doing website design on the side to kind of make up for the rest. Mm-hmm. No longer getting unemployment. I had found, and, and then it got, kind of goes from there where I teamed up with my buddy Andrew and we started a podcast called Listen Money Matters. And I was doing that full time. And then Swim University was, had a back burner, but it was still there. It was still mm-hmm. growing. And it mm. continued to grow. And I didn't do anything. I didn't do wow. any, like I didn't touch it. Mm. And it tripled one year. And so I left the podcast and focused on Swim University again so mm-hmm. that it, 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 you know, tripled again. Mm-hmm. And then every time I put any focus in Swim University, it grows. And so that's been the journey so far. Mm. Um, I think within, after I was laid off, it probably took two years to get it to $100,000 a year. Okay. So not too long, but um, no, again, great. full-time, full-time. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so I want to back up just a little bit because the one position where a lot of people are at mm. when they're at this crossroad or they're at this fork in the road I actually wrote a book on it called The Take Action Effect. And it's kind of like the moment. There's a lot of these moments in our lives that they're, they're pivotal. You know, or they're pivotal. Like if, yeah. you, if you didn't do that one thing or if you didn't get caught, mm. where would you be? Is there something that's, that stands out to you? Like the, the minute I said that, you're like, yep, there's that one thing. Is there something that you can kind of put your finger on and go, if I never did that, I never would have did that or would have started that. Is there Ooh. something there that comes to mind for you on that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, so I thrive on negative motivation. I am from New mm-hmm. Jersey. I call it Jersey rage. My edge <laughs> comes from that. Uh, I had a friend who's my bass player at the time. Okay. I was talking about building this swim university site. I'm like, I'm going to build this website. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be every, every pool person <laughs> in the world is going to be like looking at it. I'm going to make so much money. And two years of me saying this, talking out of my ass about I'm starting this website. And my bass player was like, dude, you need to shut up and do it already. Like you've been talking about this for so long. Mm. He's like, I don't think you're going to do it or something like that. It's just like, and then it was like sort of a, a moment where I was like, oh, I'm going to show you, or I'm going to do the Mm. thing because I was, I was told, I was kind of like shamed into it in a a way. And I, I thrive in that in that in those moments and that's pretty much like if you tell me i can't or you tell me that it's stupid or you tell me what like it just gives me more motivation to like see it all the way through like just and just just to say that i did it um and so that was that moment so you can kind of thank your bass player absolutely yeah (laughs) what's your bass player's name just so we can give him a shout out ryan carlson thank you ryan carlson (laughs) yeah you know because i i do i think that those moments are, are massive and like myself, my story, like when I was in the construction business with my father, I thought I was going to own that company one day. Yeah. His partner is what made me see that that wasn't going to be the route for me. And yeah. it actually pushed me out of the business, which actually was the best thing that ever happened to me. I, I, and you know, same, same thing. And I'm assuming he was a bad boss, right? He, he, yeah. Well, he, okay. I don't want to say everything. he was a bad guy. He wasn't a, he wasn't good at business. Yes. I, so, so I have a few like things that have pushed me in this direction. One, yep. I never, and this is, again, thriving off negative motivation. My single guiding star, my North Star is, mm-hmm. I will never work for anyone else ever again. Yep. Because not that I've, not that I've had good too, or bad bosses. Like, I've had bad <laughs> bosses. Right. The boss who fired me, like, I liked him. I liked working yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think, I didn't agree with his, his managerial style at 100%. all. He was very yeah. micromanaging, and I was like, dude, get out stay off yeah. my back for a second. Yeah. Um, which I think, and, and my other boss was more lackadaisical. And so like, I've had these, these bosses that I've liked and pieces of, but mm-hmm. I was like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can, I, I was teaching adults how to take care of their pool. Like I clearly have the power here. Like this is, right. what are they, they don't know. It was very, maybe it was, a, I don't know. Now I'm saying it now and maybe it's a thing, but maybe I saw the flaws in our parents as mm-hmm. such a kid, as a kid mm-hmm. thinking, they don't know shit. Yeah. I can do this. I'm 13. Mm-hmm. I can do this. 
So yeah. like maybe, I don't know, like you yeah. just, you find out that like, you know, people have different areas of expertise and not everyone's a superhero. So yeah, where you could argue no one is, but I would yeah. say that that is, yeah, there's a couple of those. And that's been my like thing. I, I and mm-hmm. I always tell my mom, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'll live in a cardboard box before you'll ever see me working under somebody again. Yep. I agree. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't yep. want to do it. It would, it would crush me. As a person. The, the, I think the, the big takeaway though, for even people listening that haven't like, they're still in corporate America or whatever. Yeah. And it's just a, it's scary out there. Like I got to survive on my own, but I want to, cause I want the freedom side of things, but oh, yeah. oh my gosh. But the one thing that we don't take into consideration is like everything that you've done, even just working for that pool company built up a skill set that you could fall back on tomorrow. Like you have so many skills. Oh, yeah. now. I mean, you, you're building like, you know, not just websites, but you're building like software and kind of, yeah. and stuff like you taught yourself. So like those skill sets, even though they might've been hard at the time, those were your, those are your, your new skills that now you can get hired for. You could, you know, do a job for yeah, or something. Like, exactly. In the pursuit of working for myself, I yep. learned skill sets 100%. that make me like, basically I'll never be unemployed. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I love that. And I try uh, okay. to do it too. I try to find skills too, that are non- internet based. So I oh, do yeah. know how to, I do know how to do other things. Like I could work at any brewery right now because yep. I know how to brew beer to a very like high level. So I feel yep. like I, I have that skill that I've learned as a hobby. And I'm like, you know what, if, even if like the whole world goes to shit, yeah. I'm sure there's still going to be beer and people are going to need beer and I'm going to be oh, the yeah. one making that beer. So there you go. There yeah. you go. That's yeah. just a, just in case, just a, a little yeah, skill just set. A little back pocket <laughs> skill. Yeah. 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 All right. Know. Cool. So I, I love your story, man. And uh, I, I love that you're open and honest with everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why I did want to get you on. And it's just, again, I think it's fate. Like, I mean, you're here because of something that I published, I found, and here yeah. you are, and we're sharing it with the world and yeah. we get to help more people. And uh, I, I really, uh, I appreciate that. So let's talk about this. Okay. Let's, let's talk about like right now in the state of the internet, like what it is right now we've learned a ton. Things have changed. Amazon has changed, whether you're affiliate marketing or you're selling private label products or whatever, right? There's all these different things that change. Google changes, YouTube changes, everybody changes. Um, right now, what is your primary like focus or advice to yourself? If you're, if you're working on a website, delivering content, to a market that you know is buying stuff or that will turn into money, what is your number one like advice for someone listening or even just what is the principles that you follow today? The principles that I follow today are I don't want to do anything that is just to make money. Mm. I don't, I'm not a, um, Amen. I'm not a, I'm not a natural born business person. I had to, that's a skill that I like forcefully had to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I consider myself more of a creative type. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of go above and beyond even creating like a how-to article on algae. Like I, th- mm-hmm. I think I'll just push it because one, I get satisfaction from it as a creator. Mm-hmm. And two, it's like, I know that it'll stand the test of time. Like no one will be able to touch me because I put so much effort into it. Mm. And, I, and I do that with like, if you look at Money Lab, which is my the site kind of where I am more public about the things that I do behind the scenes at Swim University mm-hmm. and other and other other projects, uh, that site is like just attention to detail, and mm-hmm. I that is like that I guess will be my legacy of of just you know I can do whatever I want there, I do whatever I want there, and mm-hmm. I try to do it to an ability. I try to do it to just outdo even what I think I can do myself, mm-hmm. which I don't know if a lot of people think of their businesses that way. It, it, maybe mm-hmm. they, I mean, I'm sure they do if it's like 100% their thing, but I mean, even like the software that I'm working on, like we, I mean, I'm pushing it to such a level that I didn't know I could do. And I had to learn a ton of new skills to get it there. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm just going to focus on these like micro details that maybe no one will ever see. But I I think that that are, that'll just make the software or the project or whatever you're working on be that good and mm. that referenceable later. Mm. So that's kind of my principle of, of, and, and it's all about, you know, I, you know, the easy way to say it is like deliver value to your customers. Like no shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like that should be, that's like, that's, that's the most innocuous advice ever. Cause it makes no sense. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know what you consider valuable. Mm-hmm. I consider, you know, I might find videos more valuable than text. 
And mm-hmm. I do. I don't read books. I watch mm-hmm. videos. I think that, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's more work that goes in, into those. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's 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 more of a. You're, you're more on the quality side. Y- yes. Yeah. And that would be it. And it's yeah. And being and paying attention to the detail. And I think yeah. For me, to, um, the way that I'm interpreting that is, if someone just wants to come in and try to compete with you, they're going to have to compete with your level of of expertise, but also detail. And, and that post is going to, like you said, stand a test of time. And it doesn't matter what yeah. Google does because yours is going to rise above the top. And, and, it, and then the same thing with the site. I don't, I, you know, I know that I'm not this like, like some university can be competed with, like somebody could compete against it. I'm aware mm-hmm. that people are going to come and they're going to try to build a site like some university. They do. Right. I am still here right. and it's still growing. Right. And I really don't have to do anything anymore because it is just, there's so many processes in place and there's so much quality in the full product. Cause I don't look mm-hmm. at it as like an individual blog post. It is a textbook that is mm-hmm. updated every single year. And it is mm-hmm. the, it is the textbook. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, no other textbook is going to come and say, you know, we're, 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 you know, we are, we are that textbook for every school across the entire world. Yeah. And as long as I keep it at that level, then, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because all we had to do was make it really good and then update it really well. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of it. Um, and, oh, that, and, and it is. It's good. And it's, yeah, and it's not just articles. It's not just videos. Those are components. There's like the website itself, mm-hmm. you know, the bones of it. It, it. I mean, like, it's the attention to detail in the code of the website is crazy important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I developed a theme based on that and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a really lightweight thing, but it took mm-hmm. 15 years to get it that lightweight because right. it was complicated and it has been complicated and, it, and it's been like removing things, adding things, re- seeing the data, moving, th- you know, changing things because of a certain, you know, like, you know, we all used to have share buttons on our website. Some people yeah. still do. Yeah. I, had data that showed that no one used them. So mm-hmm. guess what? I have it. Yeah. yeah, it saved me three seconds off my load time. That's mm-hmm. like good riddance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and then it's like building little t- things. Like even all of the display boxes that you see on, on Swim University, like those were built originally by me and then eventually became a plugin and now is a like more full-blown software that you can buy now. So mm-hmm. it is... Yeah, every single piece on of that site is like mine. So, okay, so you're a very, uh, very detailed person. You love yeah. code. You love all of that stuff. Yeah. What would Designed you? Too. What? Yeah. What? What advice would you give to someone that's like I like? So you you said you don't like writing. So how how do you create content if you don't like writing? Uh, because I, <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> that's a great question. Because um, I, I hire a writer on a on a on a website that I'm not like attached to that I just yeah. want to build to grow. But I'm just curious on your process. How would you do that right now? You know that you want to get started in this market. You want to write content. You hate writing. I don't like writing. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I barely passed English in high school mm-hmm. like you. We're a lot alike. I didn't go to college. So how do you get yourself to do it or who do you find do it for you? So it took me many years to find somebody. And in okay. fact, for the longest time, it wasn't until 2015 until I actually found somebody. I kind of told myself a story that I am the only person in the world who knows enough about pool care and can write these words down <laughs> right. my way. Like I was like, <laughs> I'm the only one in the world who can right. do this because of, I, of these two expertise. Like I know how to use WordPress and I'm also yeah. like a pool nerd. Um, <laughs> that's a silly statement. I, I realize that now in hindsight, but at the time, like right. I sold that story hard to myself and I knew I wasn't a good writer. And I knew that writing was a slog for me. And the way that I approach writing, even today, is the way that I approach code, where I will, it's attention to detail. And it's mm-hmm. kind of weird because, like, I hate sitting down and freeform writing. I enjoy editing a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so what I will do is I will slog. I will slog through writing. And it's hard. And I hate it. And I will take a million breaks. And I will, whatever. But I will keep pushing it. I will keep taking that article and I will keep pushing it and I will keep editing and I will try. This sentence could be said with how many, how can I make this one sentence uh, make sense with 
four words instead of, you know, 30 or whatever. <laughs> it's a mm. run on sentence. But like, I take each sentence and punctuation and words like individual lines of code and, mm. and break them down to make them as like streamlined as possible. And that's kind of how I hacked the way that I write is I'm more optimizing rather than writing for creativity. I'm optimizing. Gotcha. And then it's, all, and it's like, also I look at an article and I say, uh, and I don't know if a lot of people do this in, in, in this industry or any industry, mm-hmm. but like when I look at, and I don't write pool articles anymore, I do help with them sometimes mm-hmm. very rarely, but I do. But if I'm writing an article for like Lasso or for Money Lab or whatever, one of my other projects, I will write it, edit it, like and technically optimize it. And then I will go back in and punch it up. So jo- adding jokes, mm-hmm. uh, reorganizing paragraphs to, to fit the story arcs better, like mm-hmm. just really kind of taking an article and like beating it up. And the mm-hmm. same way that I would do like designing a web page, it's the same like process. And so that's kind of mm-hmm. how I hacked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously like hiring people to do, I mean, like I have an, I have an editor in chief who, who does swim university. She's in charge of everything. I answer to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like she's, she sets the rules and I, my first writer that I hired, it was the opposite. You know, I, you know, would come up with a title for an article. I would do all my research and I would say, go write this article. They would put it on, they would put it on the site. And because I hate writing so much, I probably would, I wouldn't even read it. And I would just like, let it go. I would just let it be published. And, and, and it was fine. And it wasn't until I was like, I, I wanted to get, I wanted to hire somebody who looked at and cared about the quality of writing as much as I did. And I knew that wasn't going to be somebody like a, somebody you would hire on Fiverr or on, mm. you know, whatever. Like I knew it, I had to be somebody I could Skype with on a regular basis. And, and, and so the way I hired her was by an application that was basically like, I don't even care if you can write. I care if you and I have the same taste. Mm. And that was what I was doing. One of my questions, one of my favorite questions I ever wrote every, anywhere is send, I, I was like, send me, three videos that make you laugh, right? <laughs> and I want it because what I was trying to find out is, will I laugh too? Yeah. And if, I, and if I find it funny and you find it funny, okay, we have the same sense of humor. That's a great, that's right? a great thing, yeah. And then the same thing with like, what do you think is the best content on the internet? Like send me mm. a, a, a URL to one thing that you think is like the best thing you've ever seen. And mm. I actually had a URL in mind, like a, an act, it was a New York Times article, and she sent the same one. Oh wow! And I unprompted, and I was like, "Well, there you go." And she had one. She sent one video that made me laugh out loud. Like, and I was like, "Okay, this is like she blew everybody away." <laughs> and she and then she knew how to write. She knew SEO, and I was like, "Who is this?" Like, yeah. Immediately hired her and was like, you know, started small, started slow because you know yeah. now she's full time, but at the beginning she wasn't. And it was just like, and it took a couple of months cause she's not in the pool industry. She didn't have prior knowledge. And so sure. you have to learn that industry a bit. It, some, I mean, I still had to do QA to make sure that the, the information that was going out was accurate and what we wanted as a, you know, cause we have our own kind of pool philosophy that things have to go through mm-hmm. um, before they can get published because we can do research, but it, the research may not match what I've set as our like fundamentals of, of how we pool yeah. care. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. And yeah. now she knows, I mean, now that's kind of her department, like, you know, and still, and I'll, I'll come up with an idea and she'll say, we don't do that. I'm like, oh, mm. okay, good. Nice. You know, so it's like, we, you know, she, it's, yeah. And so like, uh, I have that and that's just been the greatest and like rock star, you know, but my yeah. team's incredibly small. It's like me, her, uh, we have um, somebody that does videos for us now who, who lives with me and is my partner in life. Um, and we have a graphic designer and we have somebody that does customer service and Great. that's it. I love it. Nice yep. and lean, nice and lean. There's a whole article about it. I did because I was, I did have a lot of employees and I scaled back big time after going into debt and kind of like reevaluating things. And so, yeah, it's yeah. all on. No, it's, uh, yeah. You, you, yeah. Again, it's one of those things that, that you learn. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to be wrapping up, but I do have more questions, but we might have you come back on at another time. We'll have to dig into some more tactics as far okay. as like, or you can I, I want to pick them. your brain. Yeah. I, I want to pick your brain, some SEO stuff, but oh, yeah. ma- maybe you can give us just things you've learned over the years. Maybe something that you can give us a bite-sized piece of like, what is like critical? Do you believe to, and I know it's like, let's just say that it's good content. Let's just, let's yeah. say good content is a given. Sure. Like got we, we got to deliver good, good content. What is something that you feel that content creators that are looking to serve a, a, a specific market, what is something that they should pay attention to um, that you feel helps in the ranking for, you know, getting your stuff seen out there? Oh, are you talking about SEO specifically? Yeah, if I can. I mean, okay. unless you have something else, say, hey, no, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's your question. I mean, if yeah. you want to answer it any other well, way you want, I want eyeballs. I want eyeballs on my content. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, so this is like, a, it's probably a bad answer, I think. It's your I, answer. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> so I'll take that. Uh, I think one, one of the things that I think is my superpower mm-hmm. is the fact that I can code, right? I'm not an excellent coder. I don't, I don't, I can code in HTML and CSS and PHP because WordPress is written in PHP. And that was like the language back when I first started. Mm-hmm. I am dangerous, you know, enough. I, I wouldn't, no one would hire me as a programmer for their company as like a, a software engineer or anything. But, mm-hmm. but the, and the reason why I say that is because there is nothing stops me from optimizing something on my website or improving something or making something, yeah, making something better. Like nothing mm-hmm. stops me. I don't have to wait for a developer who I don't trust or don't know. I don't have to, um, you know, look for a designer to do this thing. And I know that's like jack of all trades stuff, but, but, I'm, but the reason I say that is because you are in the internet business mm-hmm. and I know how the internet is built and how it works and how to manipulate it any way that I want to and as mm-hmm. fast as I want to do it. And so I think part of the reason that my site does so well besides content is the fact that it is incredibly lean. It is incredibly fast. It's, and this is all done on purpose. You know, I, I actually have an entire course on page speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit that I didn't want to learn. It's hard. It's hard stuff, but mm. this is my life. This is my entire business. I better know how it works. Mm. And I know how to format articles with, you know, H2 tags and H1 tags and all kinds of that stuff. I know Mm -hmm. how to do data schema stuff. I know what Google wants the data to be formatted like so that it has the best chance for ranking. I know what they, you know, it's like, it's just understanding the robots Mm -hmm. and then the content is for the people. And Mm so I think it's a twofold approach. It's a great analogy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Like you got to give the robot Google what they want and then you got to give the people showing up what they want. It's got to like, give the robot easy food to digest and then yeah. also give easy food to digest for the people. So you got to do yeah, it for I both. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love that. So, okay. So basically, obviously, uh, you know, having a, a site that is easy to load, easy to maneuver, and then also the content is also structured in a way that is giving the search engine, the, the robots, what, what they actually want. Yeah. Um, and so what, let's, let's go this way real quick. So. As far as like, what are the, what are the most important parts of the actual article itself? Would you say? Load, how fast it loads. Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing you can do is do add lazy loading to your, to your site. Mm-hmm. Um, WP rocket has a good plugin. If you use WordPress, mm-hmm. that's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think having like just basic formatting stuff. I don't think, I think distractions, pop-ups, all that stuff need to go away because mm-hmm. that, you know, yes, it does increase your, you know, it might increase your email list, but I would question whether those people are even worth having on your email list, you know, mm-hmm. a large percentage of them, um, because they're, they're putting their name in a pop-up. Like who does it? Like, we don't do that as, as website runners. <laughs> right. right. So, right. okay. Right. Like, are, like, are we more evolved? Of course. Yes. Yeah. So that's, right. you know, in the internet space different, like we're mm-hmm. more engaged and that's, that's the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, removing distractions, focusing on the content, 
making the content like one, you want an H1 tag as your title, duh. Mm-hmm. You want H2 tags to be descriptive, but also keyword friendly. You want paragraphs to be two, three sentences max. You mm-hmm. don't, length is not all that important anymore. It used to, I mean, there's arguments to say that like, oh, it has to be at least 2,000 words. It's like, no, it just has to answer the question. Google mm-hmm. is slowly trying to answer questions and not use your website. So mm-hmm. you need to be more like that. Um, mm-hmm. You need to be very quick at answering questions. Like when's the last time you went on a recipe blog and you were like, just tell me what the recipe is. I don't need your life story. Right. Same thing in, in like how-to articles. I don't right. need 12,000 words to tell me how to, you know, start a blog. Just tell right. me what, the, you know, just yeah. give me the answers. Uh, and do it in a creative and, and, and good way and do it in a, uh, you know, entertaining way, but also like format it so that it's easy to digest. Yeah. And it is like, it's kind of an art form. It's kind of a technical skill. It's, it's, it's like, I kind of think of it like, like brewing, but there's like definitely science involved, but then there's definitely feel involved in it. Like, cause you have to kind of know what feels good as you're reading. It's like, oh, is this flow right? Is this good? Uh, am I getting, am I, do I feel like I've been, I'm being taken care of? Am I getting my answers? That mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I, that's what kind of what I, I mean, think. it's good advice. I mean, yeah. it's, it's basic stuff. Like you said, I think sometimes the fundamentals, the fundamentals we kind of forget about. No, we, no, we overcomplicate things as yes. human beings. That's what we yes. do, right? Yeah. We want to add all the plugins to get <laughs> all the possible little tiny views here and there. Yes. But what really matters is yeah. like, is someone going to bookmark this? Yeah, that's what I, that yeah. I, I always talk about creating bookmarkable content Yeah, and it, it's almost, it's funny because like no one really, who really bookmarks anymore. Yeah. Now, like remember like delicious, like, come on, oh, we yeah. don't do that anymore. Yeah. But if yeah. something is really good, yep. you bookmark that shit. And I yep. just, and that's kind of like my, mm-hmm. and it still works, you know, it's like, mm. or will this be emailed to somebody, you know? Mm. No, that's awesome. No, man, this has been great. Like I said, I want to dig into more stuff. We could go here for hours, but we'll have to have you back on. I do want to go uh, in in a couple different directions when I do have you back on. But for now, I think, I mean, we've given people, I think a lot of things to consider, but also, you know, I'm having these interviews for people to be number one, inspired, motivated, and Mm -hmm. also just seeing that when you take action, you do get results, no matter if they're good or bad. Um, You're learning, you're building a skill set, And I think you're, you're proof of that. Um, and you're also proof that consistency and committing to something it yeah. pays off, right? Mm-hmm. It's like so many people want to, you know, they, they see the, the Lamborghini and the yacht and they say they can make it in 30 days. And it's like, that's all BS. We all know it. But yet a lot of people are still falling prey to that. And I don't like that. So it's like, I want to get people on like you. That's like, you know what? It takes work, but it's worth yeah. it because I'm not working for someone ever again. Right. right like right. not happening. Not happening. Um, so, uh, so to, to really wrap this up, let me ask you, so what is like your, what's your most exciting project that you're working on right now? Lasso is my, we literally just talked about it for four hours and we are so pumped about this software. Tell me about it. Okay. It is an affiliate, it's affiliate marketing software for WordPress Okay, and a couple of things that I can do. It's, uh, it's sort of like, Imagine if you could have a URL to a, to a, you know, affiliate link. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Amazon link, uh, you know, convert kit link, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can go in and you can type in a keyword, like say it's convert kit, the, key, the keyword of the thing. It will okay. go across your website. It will find every time you mention the word convert kit and with a click of a button, you can turn that word into an affiliate link. Oh, wow. The other thing you can do is you can add display boxes with different themes across your website so that that's basically what I built on Swim University was this like uh, early version where we actually, you know, we connect to the Amazon API where we pull down the price, the image, title, all that stuff. And then we create this like display box that shows you all this stuff. And it increased, it increased my conversion rates to, to WordPress or to Amazon. And it also does it across the board because it just makes the product stand out. And not only can you just add those displays, you can add grids, you can reorder those grids. So you can like have a, basically turn your website into an e-commerce like store, mm. but with affiliate links. And uh, on, yeah, on top of that, it has like reporting in there that you can see like where you're linking wow. to things, what you're doing. Uh, we have, you know, we're coming out with comparison tables in the next few months. Uh, we have, it's just, you got to see it to believe it. Uh, it's, and, got, and like I got, I got, 
Yeah. No, go, go ahead. I was just, I'm, I'm was getting excited say, as you're talking about it. I was just going to say, I was talking to a friend who's, who's in the affiliate marketing space and it was the first time I showed it to him. I, had no, I didn't expect anything and he was very impressed, which was shocking to me just because I had no one there, you know, and then he was like, you've outdone yourself because this is like mm. pretty, this is pretty cool. And we worked mm. two years on this thing and we recently redesigned it and I'm really proud of the like interface the design, the new logo, the, I mean, everything, the attention to detail. It's been like, I put everything into it that I had. Mm. I've seen, I've seen uh, what you've done on swim university. And I know that that plugin has been used on swim university, correct? Yeah. For four years, but it was a, yeah, it started as a function that I just created. Right. And then it, and then it became a plugin that was like, I couldn't give it to anybody because it would break your site. And then it became a plugin, and then it became it was called it was called Ernest, and then we rolled it into a thing called Lasso. With and this is uh, and this is built for WordPress as well. It is it is a WordPress plugin. Okay, cool. Yes. All right, so right now it you does and I not talked, look like one. You you and I talked a little bit before we before we got on, and uh, I am going to have some yeah. of the resources linked up in the uh, in the resources. I haven't had a chance to check it out. I am going to. I have t- I have two brands right now that we've built. In the past seven months, we're getting about twenty to twenty-five thousand page views a month so far, which isn't bad. Um, we are yeah. already starting to throw Amazon ads on there and stuff. Um, but um, I'm going to test that out. So we're going to have to. I can demo it for you after the show if you want, if you have time. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's do that. And then, guys, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to set up a pretty link now because I'm pretty sure that you'll want to go there and check it out. So if you go to brandcreators.com forward slash lasso. Um, we'll go ahead and we'll send you over there. You can check it out. And maybe I can even twist Matt's arm and maybe, I don't know, give us something a little extra, maybe something. I don't know. We'll, maybe I can give you, some, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Go there. We'll, figure it we'll out. check it yeah. out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you guys up. So, all right, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's wrap this up. Um, is there any last little bits yeah. of advice or anything you want to give um, the, you know, the listeners uh, just, you know, from your journey, but also people that are thinking of like, you know, either I'm either wanting to start or I, I want to take my business to the next level. Now is the time. Mm. And I'm not just saying that in May of 2020, because I know Mm. we want to keep these things evergreen, but now is the time. Yesterday was the time. Mm. It's, it's just, there's, I'm so glad I started when I did. And I am also (laughs) wish I started sooner. And you know, you will learn, you will learn as you go, you will not be perfect when you start. You will actually be crappy when you start. And every time I start something new, I'm very bad at it. And then it becomes, I focus on it and I get a little bit better and it's like, okay, whatever. And I don't do that whole thing. I, I think like stop measuring everything, you know, cause life is too short to measure every single thing that you do. Cause every time you sit down to measure it or write it down, you are missing out on, an, on, on life itself. Mm. I stop. I used to, you know, every time I'd floss my teeth, I'd put a checkbox in my thing. Like I, bre- right. I floss my I teeth, did it. dude. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Ugh, come on. Just be present. Yep. You know, I, I you do, man, you're, you're speaking to me in, in such uh, of my language. Uh, have you read the book, the carpenter <laughs> from John Gordon? No, I have not. Dude, you got to check it out. No, I'm, I'm recommending actually. to anybody. I'm actually interviewing him. Uh, I believe next week. So he'll be airing on one of our expert interviews coming up. Um, John Gordon, he also wrote the energy bus. I think you would like that as well. They're very short reads. They're about, I don't know, maybe 200 pages. If that sometimes 150, 175, but they're, they're kind of like short stories, but they're always relatable from a character and, and the person that's being taught the lesson. And it's what you're saying right here about being in the present, doing what's true, be a giver, love, and just give and do what you're supposed to do, man. Just go with your heart. And I think, you know what? Life is too short. Yeah. And uh, I think life you, you is just, too short, dude, I, I got to do a presentation tonight, which after this airs, it'll be already done, but I'm, I'm presenting for a seller summit, which is an e-commerce. And, and my whole talk is really about that is, is like about like, listen, we can be busy all day long. We can be busy doing what we think is productive, but it really isn't. And we're missing out on something else. If you love working on your code, then do your code. But if you yeah. don't, don't do it. Right. Like, yeah, you know, so anyway, all right, man. Well, Hey, thank you so much, Matt, for coming on. I think that, uh, this whole thing has, uh, has really opened my eyes just to how small the internet is because here I did a little podcast episode about (laughs) your site and here you are and delivering value. And I think that we're also going to have a friendship here. So I I really appreciate you coming on, man. I truly do. And I want to have you back. 
definitely yeah, want to have man. you back. Thanks for so, having me. And absolutely. Yeah. And guys, what we'll do is we'll link up everything for Matt. Matt, what's the best way that people can just get in touch with you? Moneylab.co. You got go it, there. Man. You can sign up. I'm everything. That's kind of where I live. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I've checked it out. It looks awesome and uh, great information. Uh, it's true and it's raw and mm -hmm. uh, non-censored, by the way. <laughs> non-censored, yeah, <laughs> be careful. Uh, all right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate it and uh, I'll be in touch, brother. All right. Well, hopefully you are inspired and motivated to get out there and make it happen because if Matt can do it, if I can do it, you can do it. But you have to get out there and take some action. And that's what Matt has done. And I love his story because it's a lot like mine. Started working for you know someone at an early age. I was working for my father's construction company. He was working for a pool company, learned the trade, and then started to uh, document that and actually help people with what he was doing in the pool shop. In my case, I'm not teaching construction, but a lot of my stuff does kind of look like building a house. And that's why I always talk about building your home base. But I also want you to make sure that you, you go back and maybe listen to this one again or parts of this one again because there's a lot of nuggets there. If you want the show notes to this episode, head over to brandcreators.com forward slash 834. Again, that's brandcreators.com forward slash 834. You can get all the show notes, the transcripts, the links that we talked about there. You'll get a link also to Matt's stuff that he's working on. He's always over there in his lab, kind of uh, working away. So check him out. And also his tool, Lasso. So uh, guys, that's it. That's pretty much gonna wrap up this episode. And as always, guys, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand.